What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators. It is episode 165, and I am joined with Devin and Brooklyn again. We are going on the World Cup talk. We're going to talk a little bit about some washed-up dudes in the NFL, and we're going to have a good time today. How are you boys doing? Doing great, bro. I'm doing? Feeling, feeling real good. Yeah, Devin's feeling great just, just off a Vegas trip. Excited to uh, to hear more about that and then the Absolutely. you know the debauchery that happened during that. But uh, happy to have you back, brother. Hope you had a good trip and that you're able to get some good soccer in during that. Uh, before he we came get back to, early, just to talk to all of you. It, it's actually true. It's actually true. We flew him out. We flew him out. <laughs> but, <laughs> but before we get into the World Cup talk, I do want to talk about the NFL this weekend. We had a good week of NFL action. We had three games on Thanksgiving. Also, happy late Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope that went well. Uh, we had three games on Thanksgiving, including victories from three of the best teams in the league with the Bills, Cowboys, and the Vikings. And then we had some games going on Sunday. And this is where the real nonsense happened, Burke. <laughs> this is where the real nonsense happened. <laughs> we have already apologized to Nico. I'm not doing it again. But before the season started, Nico said Russell Wilson was not a top 18 quarterback and that Tua Tagovailoa was better. Both of which have been debunked. Like, both are true. He was right. He was right. This is what happened. Now, even if he was right, right, even if you told me that Russell Wilson was a 20th best quarterback and you said this is factual and I'll be like, okay, whatever. I don't think that the Denver Broncos are going to be 3-8 and eight after starting 3-1. and one. And then lose by 13 to the actual, literal, attempting to tank and lose games, Carolina Panthers. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. What's going on? It's wild because you just see there's no love for us over there in Denver, bro. His teammates don't like him. They hate him. He tries to be quirky. He... He sucks at being that. Like his little training montages on the plane going, <laughs> going over over the pond. Like, bro, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes of what we're not seeing. But dog, Sierra got to have a talk with him because yeah, bro, he's he has been <laughs> he do not got that dog in him right now. He has been <laughs> horrifically bad. He had a twenty nine QBR uh, this game. He had a twenty nine QBR. This game, he went 19 for 35 with a touchdown. That is not good. I'm telling you that right now. That is not good. And um, he has eight touchdowns on the season. Eight touchdowns on the season. They were 11 games in. 11 games in. How how much was this contract? Hold on. What was this contract? Oh, no. I'm about to to have a stroke reading this contract. His contract was... I think I have it over here. Oh, the second highest paid quarterback in the league, locking him in through 2028 with an average salary of $49 million. $49 million to have a 32 QBR in a season. I'm sick. I'm sick to my stomach. Russell Wilson, fuck you. (laughs) 
Billy Curtis. Oh man, I hate you. <laughs> 165 <laughs> I <hate> episodes. You. <laughs> That's the first f bomb we've had. I hate you. And, so and Russ, it's because of you. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, they, it it just blows my mind because from the whole like Legion of Boom days over there at Seattle, like. You would think Russ was was him, yeah. And all of us did like, oh, Denver's getting Russ cool. Like, they might have found their guy that would take them over the little hump that they've had ever since uh, Peyton left. Yeah. Nah, put them in a bigger hole. Yeah. Now they're they're, they're, worse. In, a, they're in a horrible <laughs> hole now, dude. At least Drew Locke was quirky. Like he sucked, but they liked him. <laughs> he, he was terrible, but they liked him. And, and that's the thing, bro. Nobody likes Russ. Nobody likes Russ. <laughs> Everybody hates Russ. Yeah. Not Chris. Chris, you're scot-free. The funny thing, too, is like the other quarterback that everybody hates also sucks. And that's Aaron Rodgers. And they drafted Jordan Love a couple of years ago. He comes into this game. They played the Eagles last night. And they it, it actually wasn't even a terrible game. Uh, Rodgers has two picks. They were pretty bad picks. Uh, they scored 33 points, so, like, shout-out. Jordan Love comes in, 6 for 9, 113 yards and a touchdown. And it's just like, uh-oh. Rodgers has kind of sucked. You bring this guy in. Is 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 the Rodgers era over? This is my question to you. I hope so. I, I really hope so. And, I mean, there's no reason to try to keep the ship rolling except for just you paid him a boatload of money. It's like, well, what are we gonna do with it? That—that's the only reason. You guys should have just let him walk away. You would have been in a better spot because then you could just rebuild from there. Like Like they drafted his replacement three years ago. Why would you re-sign him to a gigantic deal when you've already drafted his replacement? You have the guy in the building. Yeah. You want that guy to leave? That now you just wasted a first-round pick, like. It's so weird the way they went about it because it's like, okay, you get you draft the replacement, two years, maybe three at max, and then he's on the field. Or at that point, you trade him. But now you have the three years. Let's say Aaron goes his whole contract. Bro, you don't have him anymore. Yeah. What You're wasting this kid's whole career for what? Yeah, just For what? To learn from Aaron Rodgers, which in the past, yeah, in the past, like cool. That that's probably fire, but not right now. Yeah, (laughs) not right now. How well did learning from Aaron Rodgers work with like Matt Flynn? Like, (laughs) like how well has it ever worked with any of these other guys? Not not great. Um, But great to see. Actually, no, it's not great to say. This is the first time I've like rooted for the Packers in years, and of course they let me down. It's one of those things. You finally go against their morals, and then you get betrayed for it. So, I, I needed the Packers to keep losing because I I need the the cheese to melt. Yeah, no, I agree. I just needed it yesterday. I asked for one thing. I get nothing. It's sad. It's so sad. But yeah, those two quarterbacks. You both stink, and I can't wait for Rodgers to be gone. And Russ, I... that, that's a whole other. Hey, hey I'm never, I'm never mad at somebody getting the bag. Shout out, forty nine million a year, unreal, unreal. Yeah, if you can finesse that, do it. Unreal. Do it. That is Tobias Harris levels of like thievery. 
Except worse because Tobias Harris is actually like a contributing player on like a yeah. contending team. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> Russ is detrimental yeah, at this right. point. He's actually a detriment. So that's just that's just comedy. But that's that's our that's our NFL talk for the week. Short, concise. We needed some slanders. Jets won. Vikings won. Was that like seven times this year? We've both won. I didn't think you guys were winning four I, games. Hey, I came into this year and I got the receipts. I said five to seven wins. I you like say, it. You did say that. Hopefully they don't lose out, and you're right. <laughs> Hopefully hey, you guys. Even, even if we did, I I got yeah, it. You did what you <laughs> I'm, did. I'm exactly. on I'm on the board. Also, shout out Mike White, <laughs> so, the the actual shout out Mike White. White. Let, for, real quick for like a minute zach wilson you Bozo. stink you, you suck. stink you suck <laughs> you, you suck like zach dog. wilson are you watching this listen dude you are a loser you didn't even dress this week you got benched you didn't dress you're a nerd i hope you never play in this league again he he dogged down one milf and thought he was him one thought he was him one yeah, he gone. did have a couple of minutes of fame, and now he's getting chewed. It's crazy how quick the internet flips on you. Oh, it's it's wild. It's crazy. <laughs> it's wild. So, Zach, you suck. Mike White, Jets to the Super Bowl, all that. Bye. So Mike Dev, White better. We bring, better. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. we bring you in, brother. How you, how you doing over there? I know you've been watching a little bit of this uh, Portugal-Uruguay game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how's it going? myself a little occupied with this portugal uruguay game it's pretty um it's pretty tight so far no, no team looks like decisive but yeah this world cup has been everything i could have imagined it has could have been um so many upsets so many shocker uh moments goals it's it's been an awesome time for sure it's been fun it's yeah been the, fun. the only complaint i've had to this point is that there's been far too many stinker games yeah there have been Way too many zero zero games that I just yeah it's it needs to stop <laughs> it needs to stop and I didn't even think I didn't think it was there was gonna be that many zero zero games especially after the first couple days uh, where we had you know two nil Ecuador for Qatar we had the six two England over uh, Iran game so and those were just in the first two days um, but yeah ever since there's definitely been a lot of tight games couldn't find find scoring moments. Um, Especially for you know our boys for the for the U.S. team, they yeah. uh, had a tough time um, getting the uh, ball in the back of the net. But you know that's just that's just World Cup soccer for you. Yeah, I, I just uh, counted all the draws. We had nine draws so far in this World Cup. It was a lot. Nine. Those were all, those were all zero zero draws. No, nah, that's just nine draws. Okay. We we could do some recon in that. That's actually an yeah. interesting one. I know we have one. Earlier, or not, we didn't have one earlier. Brazil actually wound up winning. Shout out. Yes, today. Yeah. They um, did wind up a winning. Late, a late screamer from Casemiro. What a goal to for them to uh, defy place in the round of 16. It was, seen it, check it out. It was otherworldly. Yeah, and so Brazil is in. Who else is in to this point? France was the um, France. first team to qualify. Um, two wins, um, pretty convincing for them. Same thing for good thing for Brazil. Maybe not as convincing in their second game um, that they just played today. But yeah, definitely two teams. I would have said after two games they would be easily qualified. Um, definitely, probably the 
next two teams in the tournament so far, just based on how free-flowing their play is and how uh, just dominant they have looked over the their opponents thus far. So see them going all the way, either team. Well, and the, the truly wild thing that's going on here is that we're looking at a world where, yeah, France and, and Brazil are, are doing fantastic, but we're looking at a world where there's a very realistic chance that both Argentina and Germany do not make the round of 16. Crazy, bro. Crazy. And Germany has a little bit of an easier run, right? They get to play, uh, I think they get Costa Rica in their next match. Um, if they win, they're not necessarily in. There's a whole debauchery there that needs to happen for them to to kind of sneak in there. But they... they Kind of control their own fate. Argentina as well. They get to play. Who they play? Poland. Argentina face a tough, tough match against against Poland. Yeah, yeah that that's and that's a really tough one because if Argentina loses, they're they're probably out. I'd imagine. Yeah, and then Messi has to go hide from Canelo. <laughs> <laughs> Dev, have you seen anything about that? Um, I did. So what Burke is referencing, I'm pretty sure, is after the the uh, Argentina Mexico game in the locker room, our uh, Messi and Co were kind of stepping and walking all over Mexican Mexican flag and I believe Mexican jersey too. And then um, Canelo came out and said, "That that dude better hide from me." Yeah, his direct direct quote was, "Saw Messi cleaning the floor with our jersey and flag. He should ask God that I don't find him." <laughs> <laughs> uh, is he gonna turn? Is he gonna turn into like Liam Nielsen now and just find him? Like, like what is what is Canelo gonna do, bro? A particular set of skills. I will find you and I will kill you. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, what's that, gonna that, happen? That's wild. Canelo, relax, the bro. That, the funny thing about that is Argentina has had Mexico's number for probably well over a decade now. Um, I feel like every World Cup, these two teams face each other, and World Cup, Argentina um, beats them. This game was definitely very intense, very tight. Um, it looked like it was going to be uh, the 10th tie of the tournament. Um, until, <laughs> please, you know, please, no. Yeah, I can't take until, anymore. <laughs> until late in the second half, of, you know, a mess, such a messy goal from Messi. Um, and then the absolute screamer from Fernandez in the uh, late 70s um, um, of the 90 minutes. So they're still in it. Uh, this one of those things where they can rely on other actors to get them through to the World Cup, but to make it simple, as long as they beat Poland, they yeah. advance. They, yeah. they could even, if they win, they actually get first place. So a win against Poland. All, all will be well in the world despite yeah. the loss. Yeah. Yeah. So if they beat Poland, they actually look like, you know, they've had a pretty solid uh, group stage. Um, not even thinking about their absolute power against Saudi Arabia. Well, and shout out to Saudi Arabia too for getting that win because every member of the squad is getting <laughs> Rolls Royces. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah. You know that shows how important this this game is to some of these people. Saudi Arabia had no intention of coming in and winning the World Cup. They came in here to try and get a a victory, maybe two. They, they did get one against Argentina. Maybe they can sneak one out against Mexico. Who's to say? Yeah. And Saudi Arabia players, they celebrated the win against 
Argentina like they did win the World Cup. So that just kind of shows you how important it is to them. And dude, and, and listen, that's a big it, win too against a big team. Listen, if they beat Mexico, they advance too. Like this is not a one-win wonder. Like win another game and you can keep dancing for a little bit. You can get another car. Yeah. You can get a pirate plane this time. Yeah, who knows what the next the yeah, next who uh, knows what else they're gonna get prizes. Yeah, bro, they'll all get a castle or something. I don't know. <laughs> on the flip side of that, the flip side of that group, Mexico, um, if they win, they'd have to you know rely on Poland beating Argentina. But you know, just to goes to show you that you know every team is still in it in this group. Um, granted, you know th- things have to go Mexico's way a little bit, but yeah, every team is still in the race. In the top two spots yeah there's not many groups that that's not the case i think the only teams out right now are who are what serbia is out qatar is out oh no serbia is actually still in it's just qatar i think <laughs> i think it's just the that, host that nation wild yeah um yeah that's qatar crazy. is out um tunisia is still in it in yeah every, everybody else has a point so they're still technically yeah. alive canada's yeah. out canada's out for sure are they yeah, because yeah, they have they've lost both games. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, just Canada's out. Four, yeah. so. Which is a shame because they were the best team. I, I know I said this last episode. Um, they were the best team in, in the Concacaf qualifiers, um, but so far this cup, this World Cup, it seems that for the most part, every Concacaf team have been not performing to their best and are kind of struggling. The only team I could say that's not the case for is the United States. Um, results haven't really gone their way, but they have. You know, they've proven that they can play with the the world's elite and hey, never lost. Never lost. Yeah. Never lost. I haven't lost yet. Crazy. <laughs> Dude, Canada's a shame too, because if you guys watch that game against Belgium, they were the better team. And yeah. they just could not put the ball in the back of the net. And they had so many oh. chances and they just they just couldn't do it. I mean, when you can't do the point oh. of the game, like I guess you weren't the better team, but it, it was one of those things there. They very easily could have been in this mix and even to maybe win this uh this table but that's how it goes this is how it goes yeah i mean just still just still looking over the stats of that game uh one of the more telling of all the stories when it comes to stats is the expected goals stat or um soccer games Uh, a lot of people like to look at oh like who had more ball possession but that really doesn't tell the full story because, you know, a team could just be counterattacks you know, and you know. counterattack, having a low block. You can't really, um, you know, penetrate any balls in the box. So that's where this expected goals comes in, which pretty much calculates um, how many expected goals you should have had aim uh, just based on all balls that get passed into the box, shots on target, stuff like that. And for that game against Belgium, Canada had a 2.6 expected goals while Belgium only had a .7. So I, ideally, oh, oh. this game could have easily been 2-0 Canada, and Belgium weren't that convincing when it comes to their um, chances on goal. So it was a disappointing result for them. And then against, uh, against Croatia, it was just... It wasn't great. It was not great at <laughs> it wasn't, all. It wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sugar coated a little, a little no, bit. Yeah. They, 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 got, they got clapped. They did they, they get clapped. <laughs> they, and they Bad. scored first, too. You know, really early on in the match, they scored first. It was like the first minute, minute or yeah. two, right? Yeah, it was like, hold on, my boy. Oh, whoa, whoa, oh. whoa. No, <laughs> no. Nope. Wait, 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 big fella. <laughs> yeah. Just skunked after that. 
Was that yesterday? It was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Four mm. one finals brutal. Uh Japan too kind of fumbled the bag a little bit. They get such a big win early on against Germany and then come out emotionally spent clearly against uh Costa Rica. And we said I, I told people, I'm like, listen, I don't care that Costa Rica got booty blasted versus Spain. <laughs> this team is still good. I don't care. Like, that was one of those games where, like, they were just the Spanish men that just got too angry. And they they're like, whatever. And they just let them score seven, which don't do that. But yeah. <laughs> don't do that. But so, uh, the crazy thing about that. Uh, Japan loss was that I've seen a lot of talk on on Twitter when it comes you know um, Japanese national team fans um, not many people realize who are just casual viewers so after that huge upset against uh, uh, Germany uh, when they line up for Costa Rica they actually made six changes to their to their starting lineup which doesn't make sense um, you just performed out of your mind against Germany why make six changes going into uh, a match? Yeah, that's a lot. Kind of killing your own momentum, and you know you don't take players off that kind of performed out of. Yeah, line. you leave the hot foot. Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of like the main takeaway from that. You know, lost against Costa Rica. They made six changes when they shouldn't have, and it really hurt them. They now, tried that. They tried to like, like outsmart instead of just like. Yeah. It looks huh. like Costa Rica. You know, they gave Costa Rica a chance to still be in this fight for the top two spots. Yeah. Um, so that group is absolutely uh, juicy right now. I mean, I said this last week. Uh, Germany was my favorite to you know top not only top the group but to go pretty far in this tournament. Have probably been the most for me the most disappointing team in this tournament thus far. Uh, really get the win against Spain when they were the when they were the the better team throughout that game. They have an absolute stinker against Japan, so they are really struggling. Um, not only do they need a win here against Costa Rica, they need um, Japan and Spain to both drop points um, just so they can, you know, at least get get past this group. So it's not looking good for them at all. Yeah. At all, like if they draw, they're out. And like again, like yeah, they need to win. If they if they get nothing, anything but a win, they're they're out. Well, unreal, and again, like they lost to Japan, and then they they got to face Costa Rica, who just beat them. So, hmm. right. So those are definitely for the final match day of the group stage in these next couple of days will be fun one, and that's this is pretty much where the the, the tournament really gets serious because now we won't have to suffer through any zero zero games once it gets to the knockout stages. Yeah. Winner takes all, whether it takes double overtime or even uh, PKs. PKs or however um, we get there. There's going to be yeah. a goal. There will be a goal. I, I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. That'll be nice. And uh, we, we touched on the U.S. a little bit, and they, they have not really been able to put the ball in the net. Um, they got the one goal against Wales, then they kind of let their foot off the gas. They, As as Twitter was saying, they, they gave us a an American full-time game. A football sixty minutes, and then they gave up. Uh, then they have they have a really good match against England. Again, we were the better side most of that game. Same stuff as the Canadian game against Belgium. We were just the better side, and we just could not score. We couldn't finish. Um, shout out to not giving up a goal. I guess like getting that extra point was huge, especially with um, Iran getting a win over Wales. Now. It's completely in our court, right? The the balls 
our destiny is fully in our hands. You win, you move on, you draw or you lose, and it's over. Oh, when it when it comes to this to this USA team, it's it's so frustrating because you're or at least for me, my mindset going into that England game changed completely as soon as you know the game started. To that game, yeah, I, I would have. I would happily take a point against England. One of the one of the favorites to win this whole tournament. They're ranked number five in the world. The rest of the nations, like they are a no sleeper team whatsoever. Really good. They have an absolutely stacked midfield, and I would happily take a point um, from going into the game. But when that game started, you just see the, how hard the USA team was playing. Absolutely, they were taking it to them. England didn't know how, what to do. I mean, uh, we started out with a four four two, the two midfielders being um, Adams and uh Eunice Musa and we had McKinney um pretty much in free in free territory on the right wing um kind of supporting under Wea and England could not handle McKinney every time he was on the ball he was so dangerous and he had a yeah, couple of chances but, yeah especially the big probably the biggest chance of the game was in the first half uh, McKinney um a one-time shot off a cross completely skies it but that that was pretty yeah. much it if that goes in that game finishes 1-0 uh but yeah, man. So it, it's coming from that game. It's frustrating because after watching that game, we were the better team. Could have gotten, we should have gotten three points, but we didn't. We had to take another point. So that just makes our game against Iran so crucial because um, now we need to win. We can't, we can't have another tie. Can't lose. We have to win. The, the ball's in our court. It's definitely, it's, it's, we hold our own fate. We just have to make sure we get the job done because if we play yeah. like we did against England, against Iran, Iran doesn't have a chance. And um, not many people would expect Iran to be, you know, a good team. But they have, besides the England game, they've they've looked really they looked really good. You know, absolutely took it to Wales. Granted, they had uh, easy an easy fortune go their way when it came to the the late red card in the second half that pretty much opened it up for them. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough game. They're they're gonna take it to us. So. And Definitely listen again, it it's uh it's about as American as you want it, right? Americans hate hate ties, they hate draws. So go ahead, get a win. Get a win, move on. It's really simple. Yeah. And you're not going to I mean, Just there's be even a, there's a weird chance that they could get the the one seed in this group. I doubt it, but there's a weird chance it could happen too if England loses or draws and we put up a bunch of goals. So can't yeah, I can't see Wales beating England. No, 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 no. And we win, we can get first spot. So if Wales beats England, oh man. That that would be the scene for that would be enough. Right right after they draw with us and they're just in shambles because of it. Oh man. It wouldn't even matter that much either, because like if that happens, then Wales still doesn't advance us. I mean they could if we lose. No, no. It's just morally defeating for them. Yeah. Yeah, so they would have to they'd have to beat They'd have to beat by them by Morgan. six, right? Yeah, they'd have to pretty much demolish their goal difference, and then if we tie, they have to also have the to whole mess. Tie. Yeah, this is the um, whole mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not possible, but wild. The last thing I will say um, when it comes to the the U.S. team, that game there has been a lot of unneeded, you know, tension and controversy when it comes to the locker room. Uh, Greg Berhalter, our coach, has shockingly not played one of our most Brilliant talents in uh, Gio Reyna, 19 years old, uh, attacking mid, can play left wing. He's only gotten 20 minutes in, in, in these first two games, which is really concerning because now it's making it look like, you know, he's fallen out of favor with Burhalter. But 
He's one of our brightest talents, and he hasn't played um, in the press conferences. A lot of these journalists are asked are kind of on Bert Halter, like asking him why she played him, and he initially said it was a defense issue for the why he didn't play the first game. Second game, he only got you know twenty minutes um, on the later end. But if he came on earlier, could have played a lot. So there's been a lot of reports about. And his dad, who was pretty much a legend for the national team, is beefing hard with Greg Berhalter for not playing Reyna enough. They're beefing. It, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's, the reports are that the locker room is now split. A lot mm. of the team is wanting Reyna on the field and Berhalter's not, uh, is not doing it. And so that, that's kind of, kind of talk around the team. There's like a disconnect. We don't need that, especially when we're, we're our fate hasn't decided. It's it's annoying and frustrating that's happening, and I agree with his dad. Reyna should be starting, um, but at the same time, I mean, our team is is playing out of their mind. Who who do you take off for Reyna to start? I mean, you take off oh, somebody. Gonna... Well, here's the issue though. It's not like this is a a defensive center back. Like this is an offensive player, and yep. you are now well over 180 minutes into this tournament, and you have scored one goal. You take somebody off for the guy who's going to put the ball in the net. Yeah, I was going to ask you, who do you think he's holding out for and not getting him on the field because of that? Um, It's tough. It's tough. Because we don't really run a striker, so it could be anybody. No. Like it's a, yeah. We don't have a striker on the squad. That's the thing. Um, the most like predictable uh, position in this lineup is striker. We started off this game with Josh Sargent. Wasn't really that effective. Um, that he defended good. well, um, but he just couldn't get enough on the ball. Haji Wright probably had a better performance in the second game when he started against England. But like I said, most of our chances came from our, our wingers and, and Weston McKinney. So we don't have that. That's probably the most unconvincing position. And you could say, yeah, re give Reyna give Reina the start there in, in the striker, be more of a false nine. You know, that's always... It's always you never know what you're gonna get with a false nine. How how much can we really get Giorena on the ball if he does a false nine? Because he's not a striker. He's a little tiny guy, very agile, but can't really do any much hold up play. But you know, so might as well start with a striker and then. But who do you take off for Reyna in those wing spots or midfield? You don't. You don't take off Pulisic. That's our best player. No, um, not at all. <laughs> only goals from uh, Tim Weah, who's probably been our most dangerous player. He's on been the wing, our incredibly winger. creative too. He's insane. And then you have the midfield three that are just, they're all locks. I mean, Musa, Adams, and McKinney, you don't take any of them out because they're they're playing so well together, it'd be unfair to them to, to drop. So it's a tough ask. Um, Burhalter, it's a good thing that he has such a, a talented team. Um, this this he, is an issue, he has, yeah. He has to make the tough decision. Um, he can't please everyone. So Well, he, he won't be pleasing anybody if they lose this next game, I'll tell you what. Exactly, exactly. He will Yeah, you don't you don't want the locker room getting split like that either. Like yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this though, if we don't advance, Burhalter's fired. In, in, like in, he he's fired if we don't advance. So he he has he has a lot of pressure on our shoulders. Sounds good to me. Get him out of there. I didn't even like the roster he brought in. Like there was there was questions before we even like started playing with him already, so it's like a oh, oh, brother. <laughs> yeah, he definitely left out probably our a striker that our striker done. with Pepe. It's like, dude, come yeah, on, Ricardo bro. Pepe. Uh, that's probably our most pro <laughs> informed striker, and he he left him out for uh Haji Wright, who was an absolute surprising 
surprising pickup. I mean, he wasn't even in the conversation leading up to that to that um, international call up when it was, the roster was dropped. So it was it shook a lot of turned a lot of heads, and you know, not like he hasn't done bad, but he's a striker. Score some goals. Exactly. Put it in the back of the net, please, and thank you. Please and thank you. Especially tomorrow. <laughs> Especially tomorrow. Um, then I want to pivot real quick. So we talked about some of the teams, but who's been like your man of the tournament to this point? Again, we've we've had some dominant teams and all that, but from what you've seen and and the matches you've been able to catch, who's been the guy who's just been the most impressive to you? Um. It shouldn't be any surprise uh, be just because of the caliber of this player and what he's done the last World Cup and this World Cup, what he's done for club uh, for club seasons. Um, Kylian Mbappe. Yeah. Absolutely yep. dominant displays um, in his, especially in this last game, scored two goals just on a whole other level. Um, the game I'm talking about is against Denmark. Uh, just he's so dangerous every time he gets the ball he is looking to take that player on create a chance um get a shot off and he he just looks hungry he looks looks like the mbappe that we all saw in the 2018 world cup um granted he scores a lot for psg but lately he's had you know attitude issues definitely he's gone through a lot of you know he shaky things off the pitch when it comes to how he's treating his teammates and and, and, and such he looks he looks more like a team player uh, now, and he's uh, by far an untouchable, untouchable talent right now. Um, playing out of his mind, scoring goals left and right. Yeah, yeah no question. About I that. mean, last World Cup was his, was his coming out party, right? Like if you knew if you knew soccer, you knew this kid was like a wonder kid, right? But then he had such an incredible World Cup, and you're like, oh, who the hell is this guy? And <laughs> he's then him. and then it you know we have a couple of years. He's at PSG. They haven't done great on the the world stage, and you're like, well, you know, France team gets a little bit older. How is Mbappe going to be in a second World Cup? And I mean, he's been the best player in this tournament. I don't think it's even close, particularly. No. I mean, he has three goals, which is the most by anybody, right? And then, like, just his creation is—he makes Valen- random Valencia like who who does Valencia from Ecuador oh, got three okay. also. Shout out, hey. Shout out Valencia. Um, just when he's on the pitch, everything he creates is just like unreal. Like a random pass, like up top, he's just so much faster than everybody else. And he just has so much pace that like he just creates uncomfortable saw, positions on defense. It's crazy. I saw a clip of him making an off ball cut and he had the defender shook on on his ass. Just it was wild. <laughs> that, and that's what it's kind of what you get with Mbappe. I mean, he plays with so much confidence, so much flair. It's um, and it's almost like watching a a young and infinite Ronaldo in his first World Cup in uh, 2000, 2002. 2002 was that his first World Cup? Pretty sure. But when Ronaldo first came on the scene, it was just like Mbappe's <laughs> looking now. I mean, wanting to – what are y'all laughing at? <laughs> you said you had to do Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Sounds right. Um, he just played with so much flair, wanting to put on a show, and Mbappe's kind of doing it all. He's putting on a show, scoring goals, you know, being dangerous. So he, he's having yeah. a really fun World Cup so far. Yeah, and fun again, France is already through, so we're going to get to see at least two more games of Mbappe, which is amazing. Uh, the more, the better. I, I, I want them to win the whole thing. 
I, I just really love this France team. They're, they're so much fun. I mean, obviously, I want U.S. to win the whole thing, but let's get through first. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's get let's get through first. Um, but I, I'm I'm rooting pretty hard for France. I'm a big Mbappe guy, so. Hey, they 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 defeated the curse. I said this last week about how dangerous the the World Cup curses when it comes to teams that have won the World Cup and how they perform in the next one. Most of the time, they don't even get past the group stage, and boom, they started the World Cup two wins, the curse. So for them, now they can probably maybe back to back champs. Be pretty it's, cool. It's it's not looking unlikely. I'll tell you that they, they look pretty <laughs> darn good. They look pretty darn good, and especially if you lose, you know, a big squad like Germany right away. If, if you can get them out of there, if you can get an Argentina out of there, make that. Can you get an England out of there too? Yeah, right? make it a little bit easier. Like, just saying. Not not that they wouldn't be replaced by a solid squad, but come on now, like, <laughs> come on. Um, there's still a lot of small teams that have, you know, performed super, performed super well. And yeah, Morocco's looked very good to this point. Morocco, yeah. They, they big, put the work in on Belgium. Yeah, huge upset there. You know, Hakim Ziyech um, had an absolutely great game against Belgium. Um, but, yeah, they, and they, they have no, you know, they have a couple of other really good players as well. You know, they have Atraf Hakimi, really great uh, right back. Sofian Buffal, really crafty technical player, likes to take players on. So yeah, they in a good spot in 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 that group. Just have to play Croatia, right? That's their last game. Morocco? Or, no, they play Canada. Morocco. Canada. Oh yeah. Yeah, so they got the easiest game left. Yeah, they play defeated Canada. I mean, Canada is obviously try to finish strong, but since they have they have they they lost already, so they're already out. So they could easily if they win, you know. If they win, they're they in. Tournament. Yeah, they could absolutely. So that could be an interesting little. That could be an interesting sneaky one seed. Even like they they get to, if they two zero Canada like crazy. Oh, Belgium getting knocked down the group stage would be absolutely nuts. I mean, they haven't looked good. So no, and you know this this golden generation of theirs. It's they're getting older. They're all in, they're all cool. pushing in their thirties. Eden Hazard is half the player he was. In the 2018 World Cup, Bruyne can carry the team for only so long. Lukaku can't even get on the field. So, yeah, what a weird career good. he's had. Strange, Absolutely so strange. strange. So, yeah, Belgium probably one of my disappointing teams outside of obviously Germany uh, to this point. See, those are those are my two for sure. Yeah. I was not expecting them to to play this poorly. No. It's been super disappointing. And then we do have this Portugal-Uruguay game on right now. It is nil-nil at the, pretty much at the half. It's about to get there. Much at the half time. Yeah. yeah. It's about to get to the half. Um, I've seen Uruguay. From the little bit I've been glancing over, Uruguay's kind of dominated, and they've been in the box quite a bit. But, again, who cares if you can't put one in the back? And I going into this game, I'd probably say Uruguay is the, the more – team when it comes to how they've been performing i mean they had a tough draw in south korea but i still would have i don't know i, I still I, I really think highly of this uruguay team and the portugal team is absolutely stacked and i definitely think they are easy, could should be um, the favorites for this whole thing but you know they just haven't been convincing i know i touched on it last week but hey they're sitting on a win they if they get a result here against uruguay they they're in look yeah just when, when and they're in simple yeah they look. They look. If they get a result here against Uruguay, they look 
on paper just as good as France. So not terrible. <laughs> yeah, right. Make it happen. Make it happen. Uh, you got anything else before we hop up out of here? We we do have a, that one more game pretty much for every other team. And so we'll have like final results coming up. By the time we have our next episode, we'll probably, I don't know how the schedule is, but probably be through at least some of the uh, round of 16 matches. I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, so and we'll probably get the last uh, 16 game on Sunday, Sunday or okay. Monday. So. Oh, that's nice. So we can, we can talk about the, uh, the round of eight coming into next week. That'll be good. That'll be really good. So you guys keep, uh, Keep checking out our socials at Spectators Media on Instagram. We've been doing a pretty good job keeping up all the score updates, any random miscellaneous uh, World Cup FIFA news. We've been we've been on that, so go check that we out. Got a lot of stuff uh, coming for you guys too. Absolutely, we do have. Um, definitely stay tuned to our socials, especially Instagram. Uh, we got some cool things coming. Pretty much by the time you're hearing this <laughs> pretty much by the time you're hearing yeah. this, so that'll be really cool. And uh, definitely stay tuned. I hope you guys, again, had a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you have a good holidays coming up. Get prepared. Get ready. Cyber Monday's today. Go spend money that you didn't need to. You know, the whole deal. Be responsible. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Later, everybody. Peace. Peace.